Hi everyone. Welcome to the Hammer to Mindful Meditation. My name is Gloria Kamler, and I'm one of the teachers over at Mark at the Mindful Awareness Research Center. And it's always a privilege to be here. I just love that we can do this together. And I'm always in awe to see how many people show up to do this during your day. Um, I would just like to begin by asking how many people have never been here before? Or, okay, so, and, um, so what we're going to do today is I'm going to begin by just talking about what mindfulness is and some of the benefits um, that we know about. And, um, and then I'm going to guide you in meditation. And those of you who have been here before, which is most of you, you can start your practice right now. I invite you to just begin. So to take advantage of this time, because it's pretty wonderful as we drop into that space together. And we'll be joining you shortly. Mindfulness is, uh, has become uh, a popular buzzword, I think. We are seeing it in magazines, on TV, periodicals. You're, you're, we're hearing about it in a lot of places, and we have this wonderful department here at UCLA. And so we're getting to know that there's some benefits to mindfulness practice, to this meditation of being in the present moment and learning to be with things more as they are, kind of loose, loosening the grip. That's how we hold life, having to be a certain way, and learning to kind of ride the tides that sometimes they're wonderful tides and sometimes they're difficult. And mindfulness can be particularly helpful when there is difficulty because we learn to be more responsive rather than continue to be reactive, amplifying our stories that are probably true, but we kind of work ourselves into a more, um, a more reactive state, a state that gets more limited, tight in the body, and... Um, limited in our minds and tight and, and uh, we take these emotions of difficulty and uh, they become very big and kind of direct our lives. So with mindfulness practice, as we can start to be with things more as they are and see things as they are, we can have more skillful responses to our life situations. We know with mindfulness practice, we're, we're seeing in the science that it helps develop particular parts of the brain, um, rather than being in these reactive states coming from a place of a sympathetic reflex of fight or flight, it helps bring us into the parts of our brain, I'm going to point to this area here, that um, helps the system calm down a little, see things more clearly, it helps our attention and focus so we can do these things, but it also helps us with emotional regulation, it helps us be more skillful for being able to respond rather than that reflex of going into fight or flight and really sometimes doing things or saying things that make life harder for ourselves and for others. And so with this mindfulness practice, when we keep returning to the parts of our brain that is able to be more stable, to have a wider perspective, and, um, and then to go into action and be able to emotionally regulate it's a more satisfying posture to hold. We know through the research that it can be helpful for stress-related conditions that uh, in our physical bodies. 
We also know that it can be helpful to reduce symptoms of anxiety and depression. But as I started with, we know that it actually impacts certain parts of our brain to be more functional. It even changes the physiology to be able to have a more satisfying life. It's not a panacea because life happens, and but we might be able to work with life as it's happening in a more skillful, satisfying way. I think there's an expression in mindfulness is that um, life's going to happen. There's going to be pain and there's going to be pleasure, but suffering is optional. How we come into relationship to what happens, how we see our life or don't see our life, how we see life or don't see life, will really determine if we're responsive or more reactive. So this is an effort. This is something that does take effort. We live in a culture where we like to do things really well. You know, some of us might have that perfection voice. And it's not always so easy to do. But the beautiful part about doing this practice is you just keep coming back to the present moment without judging, having have things have to be a certain way. We just keep coming back and again and again, being curious and open to this moment. So I'm going to begin with some instruction. And so beginning by just sitting in a way where you feel comfortable, sitting in a dignified posture, but at the same time in a relaxed posture. And if you notice um, that you get sleepy, I invite you to even move towards the front of your chair, because sometimes when we do this practice, it can tend to, if we're tired at all, it can tend to put us out. And if you notice you get more anxious or restless, just really bring your attention to your seat on the, on, on the chair, feeling your feet on the floor, and, and just um, allow yourself to breathe through whatever's coming up. Okay. So sitting in a way, most of you are probably going to want to close your eyes. Because this, is, this can be helpful to just notice what's going on. But if closing your eyes is uncomfortable, just do a soft gaze in front of you, not staring at anyone, just a soft gaze. So we're going to feel our feet on the floor. And mindfulness is learning about training our attention to be in the here and now. And you'll notice that you'll attend as I guide you here, but then the mind will go off somewhere really quickly. Know that that's normal. So when you notice your mind has gone somewhere, you can note thinking or wandering. And then that's a great moment because you've woken up to this moment. You're awake again. And your job here is then to bring yourself back. And then you're going to focus on something right now. I have you focusing on your feet and your seat. And you're just breathing with that. And then the mind will wander. You'll have an opinion of you, a story. Maybe you'll get spaced out. But when you realize you're elsewhere, your job is to keep coming back. It's a form of waking up and letting go. And just this movement, we call it mental bicep curls, this very movement of returning to the present moment, the only moment that's really happening, and getting interested in curiosity, having bringing curiosity to whatever your experience is right here, right now. Not good, not bad, just as it is. And we're going to breathe with that just as it is. What happens is we build resilience. 
This is stress resilience, resilience for navigating in our life. But it does take some effort to come back, and that's your job. So we're feeling our feet on the floor, our seat in the chair, and you're sitting in a dignified posture where you feel awake. And then bringing your attention to your hands and your arms and allowing them to rest in your lap wherever that's comfortable for you. And just notice how that feels as your hands and arms feel some support of this body. And if you notice you're tightening anywhere, just breathe into that space and then just practice a nice long exhale as you practice letting go and letting things be. So if you notice any tension anywhere in the body as we work through the body right now, breathe into the space and then just a nice long exhale as you practice this softening, this allowing, this kind of non-resistance to this moment as it is. And we're going to move our attention to your face maybe bringing your attention to your eyes. And sometimes there can be a lot of attention in the eyes, around the eyes. So just allowing your eyes to just rest. So if you notice there's some pulling in or pushing out, see if you can, as I mentioned earlier, just loosen that gripping as we practice this, what I might say is softening or allowing Breathing in and out and just allowing the eyes to just be. Good. And then bringing your attention to the jaw, to both sides of the jaw, the joint of the jaw. And just, you might notice there's tension there too. And you can even open your mouth slightly or move it around slightly and just allowing yourself to feel some ease there too as you breathe in and out at the jaw. do is I'm going to invite each of us to bring your attention to your belly and just allow yourself to feel the breath as it arises and as it falls, as it expands and contracts. So you're not trying to do anything to the breath at the belly. You're just allowing yourself to feel this from the inside out. It lifts and it falls, and you're just feeling it. And you'll notice that pretty quickly, for most of us, the mind will start to think. And you'll notice you're on a train, maybe thinking about where you're going to lunch, or a conversation you had earlier, or something. So, 
once you notice you're kind of amplifying some kind of thinking, just say thinking. Or if you kind of find yourself spacing out, you can just say wandering. And then you're going to gently, remember that's the moment of waking up because you've noticed you've gone somewhere. And your job is to make a little effort here by coming back. And it's just in that returning again and again and again, no matter how many times your mind wanders. Just bring yourself back another time without judging, just matter-of-factly, to just feel this breath as it lifts and falls, expands and contracts, breathing in, breathing out. So I'm going to be quiet for a little while. And if you notice, you're wondering what to do, am I doing this right? Use the breath as your anchor as you allow yourself to feel the movement coming and going. And knowing that the mind will think, it will wander. This is part of our humanness. This is how we know we exist, we think. It's not weird. And just notice, oh, that's thinking. And then just gently come back. So we're feeling our experience as it is, breathing in and breathing out. So I'm going to be quiet, and you can continue to practice.
As we practice with every in-breath, we're taking life in as it is. And as we practice with every out-breath, we're practicing letting go and softening to the way things are. And as we start to witness our minds, our bodies, as we sit here in this non-judging, caring way, in curious way, we see the changing nature of our bodies, of our breath, of our minds. And so we practice coming back to now again and again and again. And just noticing things arising, things passing. And this is the nature of life.
No matter how many times the mind wanders off, it's really not a problem. Once you notice your gut is spacing out or that you're amplifying some kind of story, that's the moment you're waking up. Mindfulness is really waking up to this life, this precious life. And so at that moment, then we just come back to now, returning to this present moment, being here, noticing what we notice, and allowing ourselves to kind of surf the worldly winds, surf the worldly tides of the comings and goings of life. One of the benefits of this practice over time, as we keep doing coming back to now in this more allowing kind of way and learning how to kind of meet our life on life's terms and be there with presence of mind and heart, what starts to actually more organically develop, not because we're telling ourselves to be this way, but starts to happen, is we start to trust more of our wisdom inside that sometimes we doubt. And we also start to notice that we're experiencing more kindness to ourselves and each other. We're not trying to make ourselves more kind. We just notice it kind of seems to be part of our experience. And so as we're sitting right now, one of the practices we do in mindfulness is we do a cultivation of kindness And we know in the um, neuroscience is showing us that these practices are very powerful and they actually do influence the brain. They actually do influence the function and structure of brain itself. So it's not, uh, we're going to spend just a couple minutes before we end our meditation today just allowing ourselves to feel some of our own goodness and maybe recognizing the goodness of others. And so as we're sitting right now, really feeling the movement of breath and just um, bringing your attention maybe to feel the breath throughout our bodies, like the wave as it's moving in and out. And just imagining that this breath is feeding every cell of our being. I once had a teacher who would say the cells are these smiling, happy cells, that they're very happy to receive this breath learning to take in and to let go. And so just imagining for a moment, and it might be a little tricky for some of you, but I ask you to try it out, 
And just imagining this body receiving this air and letting go of what we don't need, taking in the nourishment and letting go of what we don't need. And just breathing in and out of this heart space, feeling the energizing of our heart. And just sitting here recognizing our own goodness, not because you did something great or that someone told you you were great, but just that you're here, you're alive, you're a human on this planet. An opportunity to to be all of who each of us can be and just honoring the goodness in oneself. And then bringing to mind the people maybe next to you, to your right, to your left. And if someone isn't right next to you, to the right or the left, just let that awareness extend out down the aisle and recognizing their goodness. The goodness in me recognizes the goodness in you, no matter what you think or believe or the things you've done, but just honoring our essence honoring the spark that's inside of everyone, that life force. The goodness in me opens to the goodness in you. And then allowing this to spread out throughout this auditorium for those who are here today, for those who have been here before that, haven't been, that aren't here today, And just allowing ourselves as we're breathing to feel these beating hearts that exist in all of us and recognizing the goodness in me recognizes recognizes and honors the goodness in you. And letting these same intentions spread out across the planet all the way in front of us, as far as we could possibly go, all the way behind us, to the right, to the left, above and below, to all beings, to all living beings. May we all flourish. The goodness in me honors the goodness in you, and may we all flourish. May our goodness flourish, may our wisdom flourish. And may we all know our own goodness and recognize the goodness of each other. On this note, I invite everyone to open your eyes, coming back into the space. How many noticed a, a little shift in how you feel right now from when you first walked in? Raise your hand high so we can see. Yeah, good, good. Good. 